Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Monday meditation session. It's been great to sit together across a space, different space, to turn inward together, to explore the inner world a little deeper. Shop in the mind to see the reality, to see the truth. The truth is so simple, isn't it? Very, very simple. But why can't we see it? It's because the fact is too simple to see. Or are we way too complex? It seems that the human beings are so great at complicating things, always make things complicated. There are so many different types of mental construct. Burying, burying all the kinds of truth underneath. We have lost the touch with nature, have we? How many of us? Are really able to stop and stand outside to watch the sky, to watch the cloud, to see the stars in the evening. When we are lost. In touch with nature, we have a tendency to develop all kinds of intelligent abilities, capacities. Devel developing all kinds of pleasures from thoughts. Look at this world now. The world in you, the world in me, and the world. Around us, it is a world purely dominated by pleasure. The pleasure to have a degree, to have a certificate. The pleasure of having a social status. The pleasure of having a lot of money. The pleasure of winning an argument over others, the pleasure of being superior, the pleasure, the ultimate pleasure, is to have a god, have a faith, to have the ego to make you. Myself important, very important. The pleasure from self-importance. We have complicated this world by creating so many different types of mental constructs. The each of them is like a prison. A small cell simply imprisons people inside. We have overused the thoughts to create so many different illusions. 
a web of escapes from what? From the truth. Those people who are living in thoughts, as most people do, facts are hard to face, hard to swallow. It's easier to resort to some ideas to get pleasure. Rather than facing the facts, but without facing the facts, without seriously dealing with facts, the life is a battlefield. You know that well. It's a pure a battlefield, which mean, which is rather meaningless. To call this sort of life meaningless requires a lot of honesty, a huge amount of honesty. Is it? We pretend that life is meaningful. Well, we know that it's not. Can we face a fact to understand our life a little more? Not just to run away from it, using pleasure as the cover up, as an excuse to not face the facts. The very simple but the most powerful thing on this planet. To meditate is to be truly honest with yourself. In this pleasure-dominated world, in this pleasure-dominated. Space. Being honest is one of the most challenging, challenging thing in life, is it? Because we have developed so many different kind of mental constructs, it's so easy for us to resort to some idea, theory, to interpret it, to distort it. To ignore it, all of mental challenges only come when we are not honest with ourselves. Look at this world. Look at your relationship with anyone around you. Are we really honest? Not only are we not honest with other people, we are also not honest with ourselves. Look at this pretentiousness. Across the society, everyone pretends to be okay. Everyone is terrible behind it. It's so miserable, but we still pretend everything's okay. We everybody try to create an image of being okay. 
to cheat ourselves, to cheat others. Tell me, what's the meaning of life living in this way? We have only about 100 years at the most on this planet. If most of the time was spent on this kind of pretentious stuff, the lifestyle of pretending, the lifestyle of escaping. What's the point of doing that? Everyone is really serious, serious enough to ask oneself such a question. Why am, am I not honest with myself? Why can't I be honest with myself? Before we continue today's session, let's keep silent for about three or four minutes. You can focus on breath or simply just keep silent. Not your mouth, but your mind. Keep the mind silent. Then Let's come back to the exploration together.
What is honesty? Honesty seems to be a part of the morality in many different cultures, in many different societies. People may interpret honest as speak what one thinks, never disclose, never close, never. Cover up what one does. There are so many different kinds of definitions of honesty. According to different code, according to different kind of standards of the morality, according to different kind of mental construct. Here, the honesty we are talking about is not a rule of a game. It's not at all. Being honest is means. Being honest means not being hypocritical. Not being hypocritical means. Clear transparency. It might not be necessary transparent to you, from my mind, because you might not be interested in my mind at all. But I have to be transparent to my mind, to myself. That's honesty. See things as they are. Without letting the thought. Distort what I observe. That's the honesty. This means that honesty is not an idea. It's not an idea. Means that it's not part of the morality, the the cultural design. Because the society, the the government, the culture has designed different kind of moralities, which is an idea. Has nothing to do with honesty. Honesty is not in idea. It's not in thoughts. And when is when when is in thoughts, there's no possibility to talk about honesty because being in thoughts. Inevitably leads to being hypocritical. Being because thoughts are always changing, right? This determines that a people a life in thoughts is always a double-sided life. There's no honest at all. So here, we may find that honesty is not an idea. It simply means that how can we 
see ourselves without any filters, any prisma to distort what we have seen. To be able to be honest demands a huge deal, a huge amount of meditation. To let the mind stop chattering. When the mind stops chattering, there's a possibility that we can see the things as they are. See our mental activities as they are. Why is it so difficult to be honest with yourself? It's, it seems to be easier to follow some rules to be honest in that game, right? But how can we really be honest with ourselves? No matter which, in which game you are in, People are just pretending. There's no point to talk about honesty there, right? But to understand this battlefield, which is called life, this understanding demands honesty. When the mind is chattering, the thoughts just pop up as a filter. Those thoughts are images you have formed and accumulated through your lifetime. Your pre-assumption, your all kinds of conclusions, conditionings, ideologies. It's, they all belong to the past. People are so, so good at using the past to interpret everything we are going through now. So the things which is happening now is also unfortunately interpreted by the past, which simply put ourselves purely in the loop of the past. The honesty only comes when we walk out of the past. That is loop stops. When we see the now, the here now as they are, which is the only truth of life. Life is always, truth is always at the present. So there's a the point you have to, 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 to think about carefully. Do you want to live a life always in the past, which means a battlefield of life? All kinds of mental conflicts from the self, from the ego, from the thoughts is there waiting for you. Or do you simply want to live a life, an authentic life, which means that you fully live with the fact which is now. That's why we call it live at present. Because the truth is always at this moment. When it passed, become the last moment, it's already a thought. It's already a thought, is it? 
because the last moment can only be reached by your thinking. But think about that. Think about that last moment. It's not that. It's not that last moment at all, right? It's only your thinking. It's a mental activities. It's a neural activities. It's a thought. It's an illusion. If you dwell on the past, dwell on the last moment, you are away from the facts, from the truth, which is always now. So, living in the past has become one of the greatest blockages we have ever in life to prevent us from being honest. The society is built up, pure on ideas, ideologies. Some people may ask, well, I don't dwell on the past. I'm planning for the future. Our society is so, so engaged in the future. Is that really so? What's the future? Where is the future? Isn't it the future in the mind, in your consciousness? How do you know, how do we have this image about the future? Haven't you simply reuse the past and modify the past to make it make it something different, which is called the future? In other words, isn't it the future, the projection of the past in a modified form? So the future is still in your head. It's still thought. It's still an illusion. So it is still past. So the future is the past. If the society is purely based on thoughts, which means that the society is based on the past and the future, In the communist society, in the communist government, each citizen has a profile. If you've done something wrong, this will be mentioned in the profile. So this has become a tool to intimidate people to obey. In the capitalism society, It's a different form. It's not used in the form of profile, but the self-image, the fame, the ego stuff. Everyone is intimidated by the self-image, by the fame. Because everyone is controlled by the past. Everyone is intimidated by the past. Everyone thinks that past is still there without realizing that past and future is only a thought. 
to have a good, at least, at least not a bad profile, to at least to have a good or not so bad fame or self-image. People simply resort to conformity, obey, follow. At the same time, everybody is eager for the respectability. Everyone wants to be so respectable. Oh my God, that's a that's really amazing. Love sight. The very seeking respectability. No. Bloat the ego. Enhance the self-image. Where there is respectability, there's no truth to find. The respectability has nothing to do with harmony. It seems that respectability is similar to harmony, but it's very, very different. Because in that very seeking of respectability, there's constant fight, constant conflict, constant, constant violence. Mind you, harmony is not a image. To create a harmonious image has nothing to do with being harmonious. Look at the society. It's so deeply trapped in this image product. We see each other through images. I see you, so I have an image about you, which is created by what you said to me. It can be praise, it can be insult. It's, the image is also created by what you have done to me. In the same way, you have image about me. When we communicate, Actually, we don't communicate at all because the two images are in, con in contact. We are living images, right? Always living image images. The respectability is image. And we, we talk about the, the harmonious, the, the harmony. It's also easy to be a, an image. Where there's an image, there's no honesty. The image can be an assumption, a conclusion, can be all kinds of conditionings, expectations. When those images stay in the head, which means that there's lot of attachment to it in all kinds of forms, the mind simply can see the fact. If the mind can't see the fact, well, there's no honesty, right? Because what the mind say through these thoughts, through these images, 
uh, illusions. Illusions are never, has nothing to do with truth. Look at our lives. How easy is it to form an image and accumulate, accumulate it? The very accumulation of the image distorts the mind. Look at our reactions in life. When we see the fact, there will be no reactions at all. Only peace, because you see the facts as they are. But when we have the image about fact, which is, of course is a distortion, we have the reaction. So the reaction is the response to an image. So that's why people have different reactions to different images. Means what? Means division, right? Thoughts divide us. Look at this world. How this world has been splintered into small pieces by thoughts. Thanks to the internet. This kind of extremity, this kind of division is even more, right? When people are in opposite to each other, I'm on the, the front side, you are at the back side. So we are divided. Both of us cannot see the truth. The truth only comes when the division between the front and back side disappears. So you see, being honest is very, very challenging. Being honest is very challenging. There are very few people who are really taking word to understand this without blaming on this world. Though, of course, there must be some external causes. To meditate is to be honest. 
to understand the facts, the truth, and make peace with it. Nowadays, this might require a lot of adjustment from one to see the facts when one is carried away too far by thoughts, by illusions, by all kinds of mental stuff. To meditate is not only to make your mind quiet. Of course, there are so many different methods to make your mind quiet. But here, what we mean by meditation is to bring the peace to the mind. That's the first. And also, more importantly, bring the clarity. Make your mind sharp, clear, not dull. A quiet mind can be dull, but a silent mind is sharp and clear. Mm. It's been a while for us in this exploration. The mind must be very busy. So let's meditate to calm down nerves, to let neurons rest for a while. So in the next 10 minutes, also, let's follow the audio guide to meditate, to empty your consciousness. That's the only way to stop the pollution of the consciousness. And next, come back to the present, to the truth. Now, let's take a 10 minute meditation. Start by taking a moment to find a comfortable position to sit in a posture that you feel relaxed and get alert. Let hands rest on your knees or laps. Let the eyes close gently. Soften your forehead. Act a soft smile in the corner of your lips. Breathe naturally. As you breathe in, be aware that you are breathing in. Feel the sensation of breathing in. The region can be the nostrils, can be the belly, can be anywhere. Focus on the part you feel most. As you breathe out, be aware that you are breathing out. Feel the sensation of breathing out. The region can be the nostrils, can be the belly, can be anywhere. Focus on the part you feel most.
fix your attention on the breath. Let go of any thought, words, images. This moment, nothing is more important than breath. While you are listening to the bell, check where your attention is. If it wasn't on the breath, after the bell, gently invite your attention back to the breath, and sustain your attention on the breath.
slowly bring your awareness back to this room. Feel into your body. Wiggle your fingers and toes. When you are ready, open your eyes. Great. I hope everybody has gained some peace and calm after this 10-minute meditation to quieten the mind. So now let's look at, at the questions and the comments from the, the live chat. Bob said, future is a better past. Well, Here, there are some small tricks we need to understand in this sentence. We are comparing the future and the past. And the comparison leads to result, mm. future is better, past. This better means comparison, means a comparison. A measurement. What is called a better? Of course, this better means the comparison we have had on mind. So that's why we modify the past to make it into future, into a better past, as Boba said. The better is also an illusion, is it? Because we measure based on some standards, based on our own tendencies, inclination, preferences. So when we are living in thoughts, think about future, hopefully it will be better in the past though the past is merely projected, projected into the future. And Bob asks, why is that more difficult? Oh, what is that? Do you mean being honest? This difficulty um, can reflect first on the neural levels. The mind, the neurons, is always responding to the external environment. So, due to this property, the nature of the neurons, the thoughts is very sticky. It's super easy to get involved in thoughts. 
which looks like a whirlpool dragging people down into the deep. So in general, it's easy to be not, it's, it's easier to be in thoughts than not to be. That's why we, everybody who doing meditation needs to maintain this awareness in life, not being dragged into thoughts, into thoughts and you can jump out of it. The second part might, from, might be from the social levels, like people living in culture. This kind of a mutual reaction, which really, really enhances the you know, uh, of this situation that people are living in those. And what does the culture mean? Culture means it's kind of a common imagination common illusions. People in a place, living in a culture tend to regard these kind of illusions as part of the assumptions they are living in. I, I, I would not uh, give that kind of a you know, <laughs> view on this. Yeah, we can feel it, but in general, um, maybe it's not wise to mm, express it in public. Because it's easy for us, for everyone, to talk about meditation, to form a new idea, to, you know, to block us to understand the true life. And it's also easy to, you know, to draw some conclusions based on the observance. But the conclusions, no matter if it's based on fact, or it's based on illusions, is still in the domain of our thinking. Maybe next time, Bob, you can join in the session while the, the video and the camera, we can, that's easier to, to express than simply type in, in, the, in the live chat. Yeah, next time, let's do that. <laughs> So you see, it's, it's very easy to, 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 to misunderstand um, each other while this kind of texting, um, because the information we get is too, too little to make a proper judgment. I, I might definitely, I'm, I'm, I have a mind understood Bob while texting last time. Let's do it on wide stream. So you can join in while the camera and an audio, and then we can, uh, it, it's probably easier to, uh, to, to, to converse on these issues. So, great. That's all for today's session. We explored honesty again.
to look at why it's so difficult to be honest with ourselves.